Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, and welcome to The Debrief from the Business of Fashion, where each week we unpack our most popular BOF professional stories with the correspondents who created them. I'm Lauren Sherman. BOF correspondents Javi Lieber and Kathleen Chen recently reported that the reign of slim, stretchy, tapered jeans, which have dominated street styles since the mid-2000s, is officially over. Last year, straight leg jeans accounted for 33% of U.S. women's denim sales, compared to 30% for skinny jeans, knocking the form-fitting style from the top spot for the first time in at least a decade, according to the market research firm MPD. Today, Javi joins me to dissect the decline of the skinny jean and what it says about where fashion is headed. Javi, so good to have you. We've been talking about the inevitable decline of the skinny jean for years, but it seems like it's finally taken place. Yeah. We were pretty careful on how we called the recent data that came out. You know, I think people are very quick to say like the death of the skinny jean, and I don't think that's the case, but the skinny jean has definitely been dethroned after being the best-selling denim style for, for like a decade. Yeah. So can you talk a bit about the numbers and what has shifted? Sure. So the MPD Group, which is a company that gathers spending data, they discovered a few weeks ago and put out data that the skinny jean in 2021 was finally dethroned as the best-selling denim. And this past year, 2021, the street jean style actually now accounts for 33% of what women were buying for denim last year. So I think it's important to note that the data, it doesn't indicate that like nobody is buying skinny jeans. It's actually not the case. Skinny jeans accounted for 30% while straight leg jeans were 33%. That might not seem super incremental, but if you consider that in 2018 and 2019, skinny jeans accounted for 41% of the total market share for denim, then you can actually compare the two and see that the skinny jean is in fact in decline. So you refer to this, but this isn't a super drastic change. Like in the 1990s, when people switched from peg leg denim to low rise boot cut, I remember that change. I was a teenager, so it was a very big deal. And then even in the mid aughts, I feel like around 2005 or 2006, we moved from low rise boot cut to skinny mode and rises got higher. And I remember there was just this moment where it felt like wrong to wear a bootcut jean, but things have changed. The world has changed. Trends are fragmented. What has sort of pushed forward this 
final tipping point of that the skinny jean maybe is still around, but no longer dominant? Well, I think there are a few reasons why this is happening. I think the most important factor that shoppers are considering now when they're buying clothes is comfort. So we all know that over the last two years, we basically have been living in sweatpants. And now that everybody is coming out into the world and going out, nobody really wants to go back to super form-fitting clothes. And that's what the skinny jean was, right? It was basically just like denim that is like super, super stretchy and attached to your body and was like very, very form-fitting. And I think it's also important to note that jeggings which were a very important part of the skinny jean genre. They were made from like super stretchy spandex material. And anyone who's going to be wearing jeggings now is basically wearing athletic wear and leggings. And like nobody's letting go of their leggings anytime soon. One thing that I thought was really interesting was when I was doing the reporting for this story, I was talking to um, the president of PacSun and I had brought up this idea of comfort and how, you know, just basically everybody that I'm talking to who's buying clothes, they're all talking about comfort and they want comfortable pants. And she was actually saying that it's actually quite the contrary with some of the more trendy denim styles right now, like straight leg and boot cut and super high rise. The denim is actually not stretchy. It's like super raw. It's really rigid. It's made from denser fabric. So it doesn't stretch. And I think that for the people that are buying these styles, it's actually not about comfort. It's about hitting the trend. And the trend that is like really big right now in fashion is to wear like, you know, wider legged pants. And I think that that shift really speaks to just the the change in culture for how people are dressing and basically how in fashion today, everybody is looking to concepts, you know, big and small when it comes to gender neutrality. So if you're thinking about, you know, like the, I guess like when I think of like the skinny jean, you know, it's like peak 2010s and it has this like very like, it's almost like a sexy look, right? Like people wore it with like heels and just, it was like a very, very, just like a very feminine look. And now it's just like, it's the complete opposite. Like shoppers want more baggier clothes and are more interested in gender neutral lines. And this is actually pretty reflective in what a lot of the retailers that I spoke with were seeing. They were saying that, you know, for shoppers, they want this like baggier silhouettes to like, not necessarily be form fitting to be form fitting or hugging their body. And that's also reflective in how they are pairing their denim, right? So some people are buying wider leg denim and they're wearing it with, they're wearing it with crop tops, but a lot of, a lot of shoppers, especially Gen Z shoppers, they're wearing their denim with like baggier tops or t-shirts or, you know, big fleeces. It really just speaks to the changing of the times and how styles are evolving within fashion. Yeah. It's so fascinating. It's all these trends that we've been talking about for the last six or seven years are just coming to a head. It's a mix of athleisure, it's raw denim, it's fashion denim, all just kind of exploded. I'm curious to know from you, what's selling where? One of the things that you and Kathleen did was break down what was selling at different stores and they did have different answers for you. Yeah. So at a company like Uniqlo, they are saying that skinny jeans are actually still a top performer. And there were a couple of denim retailers that were saying that they still sell skinny jeans. And then you have someone on the complete opposite end, like the retailer PacSun, like a classic mall brand, like teens love PacSun. And they reacted the complete opposite way. And they actually pulled all their skinny jeans from their stores last year. And the reason was simply that people were not buying them. So I'd say like, you know, those are the two extremes. And then you have companies in the middle. So for example, at Abercrombie & Fitch, their best-selling denim styles like this. It's called the 90s ultra high-rise straight leg and then the 90s high-rise relax. 
and then also a Slim Street. And then same thing at Lee's, same thing at Levi's, same thing at Gap. And everybody's calling some of these trendier silhouettes different in different terms a little bit, but more or less, it's like, it's basically like mom jeans. Yeah. Like a Levi's 501 even. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's also like emphasis on high rise, right? So it's not necessarily like baggy all the way through. It seems like the best selling styles are straight leg and high rise. This past weekend, I went to Cost, the H&M owned retailer, and I bought a pair of wide leg jeans that are low rise. They're essentially skater jeans. And it was like my 13 year old self would be so jealous of them, but it really is amazing what is available out there right now. So you've established why this is happening and how retailers have responded currently, but what's the opportunity for brands here? What's the opportunity for retailers? What, what can they do? Sure. I like what you said about buying those pairs of jeans, like your 13 year old self, because I feel like, you know, everything in fashion is cyclical and we are definitely in something of a denim renaissance right now. As part of my reporting, I interviewed Mary Pearson, who is the senior vice president of denim at Madewell. And she said to me something really funny. She said she's been in this business for three decades and she has never seen so many fits and leg shapes selling. And she described to me how, you know, a few years ago, I guess five or six years ago, you walk into Madewell and they would have like their denim bar. And it would be, it would all be skinny. It would be like different variations of skinny, different colors, different washes, but it was all skinny jeans. That was 90% of the denim that they sold. And now it's only 10%. And what you have instead is like all different variations of denim. You've got high rise, low rise, like the ones that you bought, mom jeans, dad jeans, patch jeans. It's just like people are really, really craving this style. And I mean, I know personally, like I'm super excited to try all different styles. Like I grew up, I still am orthodox, but I grew up, I didn't wear pants and I only started wearing pants in my late twenties. So I'm so excited to try like all the different styles that stores are making right now, except for the road, the low rise. I think the ship has really sailed for me for the low rise. Admire your, your bravery. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. When I first started writing BOF, it was out of pure passion for this industry and with an eye to how the disruptive forces of digitization, globalization, and consumer shifts would change the way fashion works. 15 years later, we are well on our way to helping to define the fashion business of the future. As I travel the world, some of you ask me, what's the best way to support BOF as we continue to act as your guide during these turbulent times? The best way to support BOF is to support our journalism by joining BOF Professional, the largest community of fashion professionals in the world. A BOF Professional membership gives you access to our agenda-setting insights and analysis, which you won't find anywhere else. Plus, the opportunity to learn from our talented team of correspondents and editors, as well as our wider network of the fashion industry's leading creatives, thinkers, and futurists. Follow the link in the episode notes to learn more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You mentioned that Neiman Marcus in particular was doing really well in this business. Can you talk a bit more about their success and why you think denim is just generally a category that a lot of different brands at different prices are able to succeed in? Yeah. So denim is selling really well at a company like Neiman Marcus, which is luxury. They had triple digit growth specifically in straight leg. And one thing that they're fashion and lifestyle director had told me was that the companies that were growing the fastest, Mother Denim, Frame, and A. Goldie, which was part of Citizens of Humanity, these were all brands that were very experimental and were putting out like new silhouettes and were just banking on skinny jeans over the last few years when skinny jeans was like reigning supreme. Like they put out all different other styles. And that's why like these companies are the ones that people are buying in Neiman Marcus because of all the different styles. So that's why she had said that people were, you know, specifically looking to those brands. In terms of the denim overall, the business is good because a lot of brands aren't necessarily discounting as much as some of the other styles. You know, they're not necessarily as season focused, so uh, they don't have to be discounted. And also that the margins are definitely a bit better. And I think that if you look at some of like the major American mall brands, which is what I spend a lot of my time looking at, like they all are really deeply rooted in denim because it's a really, really good business for them. Yeah. It's been interesting to watch Abercrombie's. I don't know how reflective this is in their annual report, but um, how Abercrombie has become a denim go-to in recent years. I feel like Gap and American Eagle for many years were dominant in that category, but in the last year or so, I've just noticed a lot more people I know buying Abercrombie jeans. Yes, absolutely. Their denim category is doing really well. Like it looks amazing. And I think that just like it really goes back to all the work that they've done for rebranding and just remarketing themselves and having a shift in focus. You know, that brand used to be like the epitome of hypersexual. And now if you look at the marketing, it's all about inclusivity. A lot of it is gender neutral and inclusive sizing, and it is reflective in their best-selling denim styles. It's not like super sexy, skin-tight jeans. It's like, you know, the wider silhouettes. Before reading your story, I never thought of skinny jeans as being sexy, but then the way you framed it with the heels and everything, it does have that form-fitting look, but it had never even crossed my mind. So interesting. Oh yeah. I think it's a definitely... A super sexy look. I was actually just like doing some photo research when I was looking for this story. And there's like pictures of like Kate Moss and her skinny jeans. I just think like it's definitely a look. And I think that that look is really not in fashion right now. Even just like scrolling TikTok and looking at some of the the tastemakers or creators, all of their styles are loose fitting denim, you know, mom jeans, high waisted. That's what the kids want. They want less form fitting denim. So I just watched a video about how millennials never got over their skinny jean phase. And I was like, I was supposed to get over skinny jeans. And the comment section said, yes. Yeah. So we get why this is a big market and we get why retailers and brands are betting on it. It's clearly a huge opportunity and continues to be even as trends ebb and flow. 
But one question I have for you is as someone who has been covering this industry for a long time, why do you think people are so emotional about jeans? I think it's a very touchy subject. The answer is that when you are telling someone that their best selling pair of jeans or like, you know, their favorite pants that they put on when they go out and, you know, pair with a blazer or whatever it is that that's out of style, it's like, it's a little offensive. And I think people have very strong feelings about their favorite pair of denim, right? It's like a warm bowl of oatmeal, right? Like it just, it makes them feel good, especially a pair of pants that, fits well and like makes you look good. Like that is really, really important to the shopper. So I think that, you know, publications or trend stylists, like telling you like your style, you know, it doesn't matter or it's not in fashion. I think that it, it definitely rubs people the wrong way. And I guess, you know, on that note, I would say when we're talking about the opportunity here, I think that there's a way to straddle both worlds and maybe handle this like a little bit more sensitively. And what I mean is, you know, for some of these companies that are betting on styles other than the skinny jean, like the smart ones are still going to be stocking them, right? They won't over-index with them and be stuck with like tons of inventory. But you need to remember that skinny jeans still made up 30% of denim sales last year. So there are people who are going to buy them, you know? So maybe it's a question of putting them in a different spot in your store or like still carrying them on the website or so on. Like, you know, that is up to the brand to figure out how to do it and how to deal with it. But that 30% is still like a significant number. And there are people who still feel very strongly about the style. You know, Javi, I think our next conversation is going to be not about the end of skinny jeans, but the rise of low rise. That's my prediction. Oh gosh, that makes me stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. It was great to chat. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. You've been listening to The Debrief, produced and edited by Emma Clark, Kate Barton, and Eric Bria in the BOF studio. I'm Lauren Sherman, and I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Thank you so much for joining us, and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can join BOF Professional today with an exclusive 25% discount on an annual membership covering key industry topics from sustainability to technology to marketing with access to our case studies, live events, and iOS app. To get this special offer and benefit from 25% off of a membership, head to the link in the episode show notes or enter the coupon code DEBRIEF at checkout. Visit businessoffashion.com slash memberships. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 